When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Maryland sports fans. There's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Longshot's off-track betting. Go to BetfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for tuning into Americana Music Profiles. The next episode starts right now. You're tuned in to another edition of Americana Music Profiles, brought to you by Americana Rhythm Music Magazine, and AmericanaMusicMagazine.com. I'm your host, Greg Tutwiler. Let's jump right in to the next exciting interview. The band Ludlow Creek was originally founded under another name, Southbound, in 2013 in Dayton, Ohio. What began as mostly a classic rock cover band by five close friends quickly morphed into a band to be known by their own original material. Thus, the name change and now a new record. Vocalist Jeffrey Friend joins me to talk about their latest project, Hands of Time, and the journey for this band. Hi, Jeffrey. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks. I appreciate you uh, having me on. Great to talk to you today. Um, I believe you guys are based in Ohio. Is that correct? We are. We're in Dayton, Ohio. All right. Uh, Just about uh, an hour north of Cincinnati, actually. Yeah, okay. But that's not where you are today, is that right? (laughs) No, I'm in Atlanta today. I'm down here visiting my uh, daughter and her uh, son, or her uh, husband and our grandkids. Yeah, okay. Sounds like a great, uh, this is a great time of the the uh, spring and season to be uh, on a nice little vacation trip, so good for you. It it really is, although Atlanta is really hot today. Is it? Okay. 81 (laughs) and rainy and damp. Oh, yeah, but it's okay. That's We're right. We're just hanging out with the kids yeah. and enjoying ourselves. That's awesome. Cool. Um, so you guys are um, five-piece band, is that right? Five-piece, yep. yep. Two guitars, uh, bass, keyboards, and drums. And, everybody sings. And every uh, music is predominantly based in the southern rock style? Yes. Yeah, so you know, we've had a lot of people comment on our style and it's odd because we kind of cross a lot of different genres. Uh, but it, when people ask us, we typically say Americana roots, rock, you know, yeah. rock yeah. in general. Yeah. Nice big umbrella there <laughs> had to fit in. Um, and if I uh, remember correctly, you guys 
um, were predominantly a cover band under a different name for quite a few years. For many, many years, yes, yeah, since about 2013. And um, we, just, we released an album uh, under our cover band name and quickly realized that nobody could find us because, you know, if you look up uh, Southbound anywhere on, on the web or on, in, you know, Spotify, there's a million of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we thought really quickly... Well, this isn't working. Uh, mm-hmm. Nobody can find us. Yeah. Uh, so, so we decided we're going to do a name change, and we're just going to kind of restart everything mm, okay. uh, and go fully uh, original, all original music. And uh, we have been pleasantly surprised since we've done that. We've we've gotten some great response. We've had way more spins and listens than we ever had before. <laughs> yeah. It's been it's been a delight, and yeah. we're really excited about the future. It's kind of interesting how um, I, maybe more people put more thought in it, into it than I think they do, but the name of a band uh, can really um, give an impression of the kind of music a listener could anticipate um, without ever hearing, you know, music originally. I mean, the the, the name Southbound to me would be country classic rock country rock kind of thing but yet you guys changed to ludlow creek and to me that pushes you more into the americana just by the sound of the name absolutely and we do a bit of that i mean one of the beautiful things about this band is we kind of we cross a lot of genres as i mentioned before Mm -hmm. and so if you listen to one of our albums especially our upcoming album you're going to hear americana stuff you're going to hear some country stuff you're going to hear all kinds of stuff uh and we we like that because you know we all grew up in the 70s and back in the 70s when you would get an album you'd put it on and you'd get all kinds of cool stuff right Uh, so that's kind of what we're trying to do now with our with our music and i know a lot of artists uh try to steer away from that but we're kind of leaning into it yeah it seems to be an up-and-coming genre now for the last several years, but I, I don't see any decline anytime soon. I think people appreciate the um, uh, the organic feel and the, the kind of the hometown feel of, of Americana folk, bluegrass, uh, alternative country uh, sound that, that's coming out of groups like you guys these days. Absolutely. So how did the original iteration come together in the beginning as Southbound? Well, uh, Tom and Michelle, Tom is the bass player and Michelle plays keys in the band. They um, always would have these, at least twice a year, would have these big uh, parties and they'd call them rock fests. Hmm. Uh, And they would have all their musician friends would show up and all these various bands would show up on on a day and they'd just set up and it'd be band after band after band after band and Tons of people would come out and just hang out and listen to the bands, you know, music lovers, and friends, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. it's just one big happy family, kind of. Mm-hmm. And th- this went on for years because they really wanted to keep playing music, even though they weren't playing out or playing professionally. They wanted to keep playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so this went on for years. That's how I met them. I came in as, a, as another band. I never met them, came in as the drummer for another band and got to know them. And next thing you know... Uh, we had lost our singer, and so we asked Tom and Michelle and a guitar player friend of theirs to come alongside and put a little band together to, to at least open for us so that we could do a show, because once we lost the singer, we couldn't, yeah. we couldn't do all of our material. <laughs> so uh, they came along, and 
we did two or three shows like that. The next thing you know, we started talking about, well, why don't we think about putting a band together uh, and, you know, just doing cover stuff. And in this area, you know, in the Ohio area, in Dayton, uh, country is a huge thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's very huge in that area. And we thought, well, we're more rock-oriented, so why don't we choose that southern rock genre and we'll just go that route. Almond Brothers, mm -hmm. Skinner those kinds of things and so thus the name southbound you know rose to the the occasion <laughs> and uh, that's how we met we just we were all players in in different bands okay uh but you know we all attended these rock fests and uh i think we can attribute uh, all of this to tom and michelle <laughs> hmm, that's neat uh, as this band do you, have you all been able to play in other environments uh, you know do you do you play out other places other than this event oh yeah yeah absolutely after we uh, after we formed southbound we played all over uh, all over the area there we we played uh, um the all great american ballpark one time uh, open for the for just ahead of the reds game mm -hmm. uh, we played all around we did lots and lots of festivals uh, lots of local bars and taverns there in dayton and you know that's how we got our name out and we we established a nice following but uh like i say people just couldn't find us for our original music and as we were con contemplating you know how we move forward we had you know and the beauty is is that there are five writers in the band everybody mm -hmm. writes mm -hmm. so everybody you know we have all this wealth of music we just had to do something to get it out yeah okay so you guys have been writing your original material all along even while you were going out as a cover band absolutely yes yeah. okay yeah i come from an advertising background i spent uh oh i think about 20 years uh working for ad agencies and in studios writing jingles and uh doing that kind of stuff uh and it really kind of uh it, it kind of opened my eyes to hooks mm. i mean mm -hmm. if you're writing a commercial you got to write something that hook that's hooky and people mm -hmm. can remember mm -hmm. and so that's kind of where i came from and i when I got in the band, I started pushing that. I said, you know, guys, I've got some songs, and you guys have got some songs. We need to, we need to develop these a little farther. So that's what we did. Yeah. And and you guys recorded an album under the original name. How long ago was that? Oh, uh, that was in, uh, when was that? That was, uh, you know, it's been so long, I can't remember. Maybe 2015, 16? Okay. Uh, yeah. In that maybe 15, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we recorded that record. And it got virtually no airplay. <laughs> virtually no one heard it except for the you know a few of our close close friends, right? Uh, and family, of course. Right. Okay. And, and it was a you know it was a great record. Uh, it had some great music on it. Uh, even when I put that record on today, I'm still amazed at wow. You know, we sounded pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> we sound pretty good. So, what inspired the new one? What's the name of the new album? The new album is called uh, "Which Way Is Forward." Okay. And it's a, it's a kind of a funny story. One of our last gigs as Southbound, we were playing a festival uh, in Ohio, and uh, it was a kind of a German uh, or a uh, an Oktoberfest. And you know, we had played a gig earlier in the afternoon, and then we all piled our stuff in the car and in vans and flew over to this other gig. And you know, I unload all my stuff, I throw it up on the stage, 
and I, it's under a big tent, right? Mm-hmm. And I climb up on the stage and look at the sound guy and say, which way is forward? Because I, I needed to know which way to set up. Yeah. <laughs> and they both looked at me like I was crazy and said, well, maybe into the tent. <laughs> it's like, <Yeah>. oh, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So the guys in the band never let me live that down. <laughs> uh, and so when we started talking about the names for the, for the album, Tom was insistent that it be <laughs> which way is forward. So that's where we ended up. We're going to take a quick break from the interview. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the interview. So did that inspire a song? Is there a song on the album by that title? Well, well, the very first song on the record is called Finding Our Way, okay. Finding Our Way Back. And so it kind of all tied together after we got it going. And, and we have another song on the album, on the new album called Road to Nowhere. Uh, so, you know, we had all these little think signs kind of pointed to that. Sure, so it just yeah. it felt, it fit and felt good. Yeah. Um, the songs on the new album, have you guys been writing them all along or, or did you set down specifically to put music together for this new album? You know, I think we've kind of been writing all along and, uh, some of the songs, uh, one of the songs was written long before, uh, long before the out, al- the second album was even thought of. Uh, hmm. I have a writing partner that I work with, uh, and he, He's an amazing lyric, lyricist. I mean, he can—he just has a way of telling a story. Uh, and we have worked together forever. He's a video uh, producer, and we've worked together forever on commercials and, and various corporate events and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he writes lyrics and sends them to me, and, and you know, I look at them and put them to music. Uh, and this song had, had been written uh, specifically for that. It's called Stoning Lonesome Road. Uh, of which there is a video out. Uh, if you uh, go to YouTube and look up Stony Lonesome Road, you will find us. Oh, cool. Okay. Um, and it's that's one of the songs off the new album, and we're really excited about it. We've gotten some great, uh, great reaction to the to the video uh, and the song. I'm guessing all of you have day jobs of some kind. This is not a full-time venture? Well, um Three of us are basically retired. Okay. Uh, I still work just a little bit, but I, I am retired now. Uh, we have two guys that are still working, uh, Alan and Dave. They're still working, but they're real close to retirement. Uh, and, you know, our, our basic goal is to, you know, get out on the road once once they get retired and they, they're, you know, available full time. Then we're planning on getting out on the road. Uh, and, and and playing some shows uh, a little a little farther than our normal regional area. Yeah. Okay. And that was my next question. What what kind of goals do you guys have with the new name and the new album? You know, how far out do you do you hope that that this will take you? Well, initially we were talking about just kind of staying in that regional kind of Ohio, Indiana, Kentucky, uh, maybe venturing down into into the Tennessee area. Mm-hmm. But I think. Uh, with the reaction that we're getting and the response that we're getting, uh, who knows? The sky's the limit at this yeah, point. Yeah, so that that would be a best-case scenario, to, to hit the road and, and be gone for a while and, and actually get to play some different venues outside of your state then. It is, but, you know, in all honesty – we would we're more interested in doing little short tours like we might go out for a week come back for you know a week go out for another week mm-hmm. come back for a week that's that would be our our ultimate um that way we we still uh, can connect with our our local area our local families uh but we still get but we you know get to go out and, and uh, enjoy some success a little bit yeah sure what what kind of demographic do you find that your music is resonating with 
Well, I've always thought that uh, our band should advertise an AARP, to be honest with you, because we play <laughs> stuff from the 70s. I mean, right, our right. music sounds like the 70s, right. but uh, if you look at our Spotify uh, you know, information, we're seeing that, that 25 to 35, wow, uh, cool. we're getting a lot of response there, which I was really not expecting. Wow, that's great. Yeah, I, I would have guessed that the um, the baby boomers and the Gen Xers would, would be the the target audience but you know the younger generation though i think is kind of tired of of the you know 30 second tiktok songs and and some of the newer music that feels more electronic than uh than creative at least lyrically anyway so i i that's cool i I could see that i would I, i would tend to agree with you we're seeing a little of that ourselves absolutely so what's um uh, what's next? Do you you guys have something in mind uh, to follow this? Do you? Uh, how far out are you are you thinking as far as your music and, and new projects? Well, we just finished uh, mixing um, "Which Way Is Forward," and that, in fact, is uh, headed to the mastering guy and uh, the duplication folks uh, today. Actually, so that's not uh, out we'll yet. Be uploading that stuff. No, that's not out yet. Okay. That should be out. Uh, I would figure six weeks or so we'll, you'll start seeing that around. Um, and uh, we're already working on album three. We've got, I think there are six or, or seven songs that we have pegged at this point. We've been rehearsing and working on uh, for the next record. Oh, cool. Okay. Um, so, yeah, we're, 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 we're really excited about the next record. Uh, you know, it's funny because as a band, you work really hard on one record and then you move to the next one. And while that 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 you know the one that you just finished or just finished working on is now going into production, mm-hmm. uh, it, it, you kind of think, man, I can't wait to play these new songs. But oh yeah, we've still got this this <laughs> other record that's getting ready to come out. We got right. you know, so it's it, it's it's funny how the the how the whole process works. And after a while, you kind of get caught up and you, you kind of forget where you're at. Yeah, you know? yeah. But uh, we. We're really excited about uh, this record and the third record, especially the third record. We're doing a lot more um, group writing, where instead of individual writers, it's more of a band effort. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And there's some really interesting things that are happening with that that hmm. we're really excited about. Yeah. So, are you guys self-producing, or do you have some some studio help? Uh, we are self-producing, but we learned uh, on this particular. Uh, go around with what, uh, which way is forward that it, it's just a whole lot easier if we track all of it and produce it ourselves mm-hmm. and then send it off to somebody who's really great at mixing. Mm-hmm. Um, I spent a lot of time uh, mixing this record and I just got to a point where, and, and a lot of this was done during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of the writing for this was done during the pandemic mm-hmm. and when, and recording and by the time we got through all of that and, and could get back together, you know, it's hard to do vocals sending tracks to each other. Right, that is sure. just a really hard way to work. So a lot of the stuff that we did that way, we came back in and retracked once we could all get back together after the COVID thing kind of lifted a bit. Mm-hmm. But I spent so much time mixing that record that finally I just couldn't hear what was going on anymore. Hmm. I mean, it just, I was getting... You're blind, uh, yeah, so to speak. Yeah, I guess you get too uh, close to so it. So you get too close to it. So we uh, we called our friends at Sweetwater and said, you know, I know you guys have a studio. Can Would it be possible for us to just bring our, our stuff up to you and have you remix it? Uh, and so we did that uh, several weeks ago, and 
we were just blown away by the results. Mm, uh, it sounds awesome. so good. Yeah. Uh, so much. Uh, I think there was one track that we're going to keep my mix on, or two tracks. But uh, we, just, we learned that next time around, we're going to cut all this stuff. We're going to make sure that it's in the can and ready to go, and we're going to send it off and let somebody else mix it. Yeah. Because it's good to have a second set of ears. Sure. Uh, you know, or set, you know, it's like putting another set of eyes on your project. Right, it right, just really yeah. helps. Yeah. Did you go back and re- rebrand the original, the, the first album? We did. We re-released the, uh, the original album, Hands of Time, uh, under our, our new name. It was released in March. Okay. And we've had a lot of great reviews with that. Uh, we, were, we were pleasantly surprised. Well, from, from what you'd said earlier, it sounds like a lot of people are finding you for the first time. So th- that's almost like you, you, your second album is on the way out uh, on the heels of your first album instead of several years later. Exactly. Yeah, a lot of people are just now noticing it, yeah. just now hearing about it. All right, are you guys able to get out now? Are, what kind of resistance are you feeling You know, with the post-pandemic? I, I was talking to somebody yesterday that's... Um, uh, in the New York area, and they're still struggling with, uh, you know, masks, lockdowns, you know, can we go out, can we not kind of thing. And So every every part of the country is a little bit different. Are, are you guys finding uh, pretty easy to get out? Well, oh, in Ohio, so far, um, we're, we're not really having any issues. Uh, but, you know, as it's now starting to fire up in New York, and I, I know, you know, the Northeast is kind of, uh, bearing down under some of that we're anticipating is heading our way we have i think we have four or five shows uh book that we'd really like to complete uh, mm-hmm. one of them the first couple of them are in june and we're really excited to, to get out there and do those uh, and hoping that this whole thing doesn't fall in on us yeah uh, with COVID again yeah but, uh, we've got our fingers crossed yeah good yeah I, yeah i think a lot of us do uh you know at some point uh yeah, politics aside, we we need to just we need to live, or, or we won't get to uh, create and enjoy. You know the the creation that we live in, the the space, the world, the the nature, all of the music, and uh, yeah, I think it's a vital part of of surviving. So uh, hopefully, it, it really is. I mean, we have to have interaction with other people. We do. It's just you know, we we need that. It's it's part of who we are. It's part of our beings and. Uh, you know, there are vaccines out there, although a lot of people are against them. Uh, we've all been vaccinated, and we're we're ready to just, you know, go the long haul. Yeah, sure. That's awesome. Well, I, I wish you well with it. Thank you, Jeffrey, for taking the time to share a little bit of your story. And, and uh, certainly excited for the second album to, to hit the streets, and, and hopefully it will bring you guys a tremendous success. Thank you. It's just been a pleasure to talk with you. Thanks again for tuning in to this episode of Americana Music Profiles. Find us on iTunes at Americana Music Profiles and on the internet at AmericanaRhythm.com. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. 
And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.